Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. In Orlando, Florida, a man is arrested after slapping a teenage hostess three times in a luxury restaurant in Walt Disney World. Uh In New Jersey, a man uses a unique device to steal $1,700 worth of gas. And in Minnesota, a man dresses as a UPS worker to commit murder. These stories and more coming at you today, Monday, February 5th. On Real Life Real Crime Daily, and I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Everton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. But guess what, boys? Guess what today is? Oh, it's Swim's birthday, isn't it? That's right. Happy That's birthday. Right. That's to right. Swim. That's right. Happy birthday. That's right. Swim. Hey, uh, shout out to my mama. I, every for birthing year, you? That's right, for birthing. That's right. Shut up! Hey, my daddy for helping me. <laughs> every year for my birthday, or she always says happy birthday, Eve, however many days for, but every year for my birthday, I get my birth story. Wow. Oh, love that. So now I do that with my kids. This was what I was doing the night before, da, da, da. So yeah. my mom's birth story, that – the afterbirth, the, the, the afterbirth, no, no pun intended. But back then, you know, they left the men in the room when the births were happening, and all that. But I was born, and my dad left probably to go get drunk. Uh, <laughs> and my mama wakes up, and she tells the nurse that call, call Lee, tell him bring me a pack of cigarettes. Back then, you could smoke in the hospitals and shit, even after you had a baby. Right? right? Yeah, crazy. And, huh? uh, Think um, that? Yeah, and. So the shit, you know, she had smoked in like 30-something years now. But anyway, she said, the nurse came back in after calling my dad. And she said, well, what did he say? And my dad said, uh, she, he said for you to bum one for someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked that they haven't, like, called you about making a Hallmark special out of that. Yeah, right? For, that's, a, that's a special <laughs> moment, be a, right? Good four trips movie. around the sun and... Let we love and appreciate all y'all. Uh, and we, you scared me a little because I thought you were like gonna tell the whole foreplay story of oh you know, exactly what know. had happened I, that I, I don't night, do that, and but I had how it got to I, that. I, I, I tried to go back nine months and figure out what kind of special event was going on. So let's go back February to January, December, November, October, September, August. What is it? July. July, June. So I guess it was a May baby. Maybe yeah. Labor Day. Is it May? Like Memorial, no, Day? Memorial Graduations. Day? Graduations. Graduations. No, could have been anything. someone else's wedding. Could have been anything. But I wedding never, May's. I never asked. Wedding. Kentucky Derby. Uh, Indy yeah. Five Hundred. You got some stuff going know. on there. I don't know. NBA playoffs. I, that wouldn't have been. Yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> Maybe because they turned the TV off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get down to some true crime time for money, and we love y'all. Surprised with your investigation skills, you hadn't yeah. figured all of that out yet. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, we're going to Florida and Ellis County. Mm, no. 
I don't think. I think is it Orlando have, Pinellas? I, I think no, it's not. I don't we, think, we've I think we in may in have some Pinellas in this oh, episode. Okay. All right. Well, a South Carolina man is set to make his first court appearance next month after he was accused of slapping a teenage hostess at Walt Disney World. What a class act. At a restaurant three times in the forehead while under the influence after she refused to seat him during the restaurant's dress code. Due to the restaurant's dress code, John Marino, 64, was arrested and charged with battery after an altercation involving him and a 19-year-old hostess at Citrico's inside Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. I've actually stayed at the Grand Floridian uh, and ate at Citrico's. Uh, this was back uh, in November. Marino is no stranger to luxury hotels. He is the vice president of hospitality, sales, and marketing at the prestigious Sea Pines Resort in Hilton Head, Florida, <laughs> where he lives. Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina. Or South, yeah, let me boom that. Why did I say Florida? They don't have a Hilton Head, Florida? Yeah, probably not. I don't know why I thought Florida. Uh, at the prestigious Sea Pines Resort in Hilton Head, South Carolina, where he lives. Uh, so deputies with the Orange County Sheriff's Office respond to the resort in reference to a battery. An investigation revealed that just before 7.30 p.m., a restaurant hostess was checking a family who had a reservation for three. However, the group arrived with four people, two women and two men. One of the men, identified as Marino, was not dressed in accordance with the restaurant's dress code. He was wearing swim shorts and a T-shirt. And in the Citrico's website states guests are expected to dress accordingly in attire that respects a restaurant's sophisticated and upscale aesthetic atmosphere, adding it explicitly that swimwear isn't allowed because Marino was was wearing swim shorts and a t-shirt he was told by the hostess he would not be able to to dine with his family now when they told him that he seemed to understand it and he says I'm going to I'll go ahead and wait with the group until they were seated so the hostess agreed to his request but the situation escalated when she took the group to the seat moments later Marino followed the party of three to the table, even though he was told he was not allowed to do so. Please, don't allow him to sit with us. He's really drunk, un- underdressed, and it's my birthday and I'm embarrassed, one of the women told the hostess. Uh-oh. When the hostess told Marino that he couldn't sit with the group, he repeatedly started slapping her in the forehead three times while stating her name, which he read from the name tag on her shirt. Mm. The hostess sustained no injuries and declined medical treatment and wished to pursue charges. Deputies caught up with Marino, who said, who they said was apparently intoxicated, based on his slurred speech, glassy red eyes, and constant repeating that he was going to sue Disney. Marino was arrested and released on a $1,000 bond the next morning and entered a plea of not guilty, and he is expected to appear in court for a pretrial conference hearing on February 16th. And he strangely resembles one of our hosts here at Real Life Real Crime Daily, Uh whose name starts with an M. Uh Uh-oh. So this, he kind of looks like Mike a little bit. If Mike had dark hair. Does he not? I don't. A little resemblance there, maybe a brother. Could, could, 
No. Just a cousin? Just no. no. Huh? Not seeing it. I kind of see it. Put some glass on him and... I don't know. I mean, Fine. yeah, put some glasses on him. But um, there you go. So don't throw fit at hey. Citrico's in, in Walt wait, Disney wait, World wait, or you will wait, end up in jail. Wait. He slapped her and you think people slapping people in the face. You don't think about him slapping them on the forehead. No, it's, it's slapped on the forehead. Ridiculous. But uh, for any restaurant, you got a 19 year old hostess. The policy should be that the managers got the, the hostess should spot it, not put herself or himself in that position, have somebody of authority, the manager, come over and have them tell that person so that she's not put in that kind of a difficult situation, 19-year-old. And then for the woman to do the, we don't want him to sit with us. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? You should have told him that. Yeah. Don't put that on the on the hostess to uh, to then have to manage. I mean, that, that's... I agree with that's that. A, that's a the lot put on that. Management should have, should have handled Walt that. Walt Disney, change your policy per ego. Well, or and, it's report you to the board. Well, and also Sea Pines, you might want to get rid of that ass because you have him in a pretty important job that he obviously yeah. doesn't respect right. because of the way he treats. I don't, yeah, I don't care how many drinks you've got in you. Uh, if that's your profession, uh, you ought to know how to treat people. Yeah, yeah. idiots. So, there you well, go. let me ask you this: Do you, you know, because I I saw a complaint here at a local um, restaurant that is uh, pretty swanky and it has a dress code, and someone had a hat on and they had posted on Facebook, "I'll never, I'll never uh, try to go there again" or whatever, because they had a cowboy hat on and the restaurant would not let them eat there because of that. Yeah. What do y'all think about that? Let me tell you this. When I was raised, and it, it, um, I could not wear a hat inside the house. Uh, uh, you certainly, you know, to this day, I don't. And when I go to my daddy's house, I take off my hat. That's just uh, that's to me, if they're posting stuff, that, the dress code, yeah. I mean, I mean and you decide it, not to follow it. it that's most, most cowboys are going to take their hats off inside. I mean, when I was in Dallas and we were eating at the, you know, Fanciest mm-hmm. restaurant with Lambos and shit parked outside. And we had on cowboy hats. We took them off and, and set them down by our feet. So yeah. whatever. Oh, I really? I was going to ask. So I, that's the that's the tradition for cowboy. You're well, I mean, well, the I mean, not if I'm going to eat at you know, sloppy joes or, or wings or whatever. Right. I mean, might wear them, but yeah, you just you gotta have some. Class. I mean, that Burt Reynolds once said class, he only people. takes his hat off for one thing. Yeah, I told Sally Field that. Remember, right, I remember smoking that. the bank. Sally learned that the hard way. I think. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, this next one, uh, I've actually, I've actually had cases like this, uh, and a New Jersey man was arrested last week after authorities say he manipulated a pump at a gas station in Delaware to steal over seventeen hundred dollars in fuel. Kelvin. Giron Brand, 34 Patterson, installed a special device on a fuel pump at a Wawa in Newcastle. I guess that's a gas station. It's a Wawa. It's like a, like a Circle K or 7-Eleven. Okay. All right. So the, the device enables the fuel pump to dispense far larger quantities of fuel than the pumper's tracker accounts for. In other words, you get gas at a fraction of the cost. So troopers had responded just after 3 p.m. Tuesday to report a fuel theft at the Wawa and found Kelvin Brand at a pump in a white Ford van. 
Investigators learned that a trend of diesel fuel thefts had been occurring at multiple Wawa gas stations in the area using devices installed on fuel pumps. Troopers suspected fuel pump the brand was using and discovered one of these devices. And they also found multiple containers in his van that contained over $1,700 worth of fuel. I was thinking more like um, the people used to go around and siphon gas out vehicles before they put those things on where you can't get the hoses down there anymore. The, uh, but, you know, gas is expensive. And that device um – it, I mean, it's pretty high, high, yeah, tech, yeah, it's high device. tech device. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, that, it's a serious that's not device. A redneck thing. Um, so they might have got him uh, with, you know, only a partial load in there. I mean, it might right. be able to to get yeah. a lot more than seventeen hundred dollars in a I mean, certain time period. How many? How far are you gonna ride around in your van with all that gas in the back, dude? That's like a rolling bomb. Yeah, he should have been. It, it, it should have been dumb criminals if he was smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, can't blow. Well, he definitely can't was, he sm- was he smoking cigarette? Uh, yeah, he he told me. Oh, he told <laughs> I met him at the Wawa. <laughs> and he, I bummed my cigarette off him at the and Wawa, he, and he tried to throw it out the window. I've actually he, tried to, he, he just flicks him in the back of the van. That's where he was. Oh, he was okay, a dumb criminal. Okay, okay. I can't tell you how many people I see smoking while they're filling up gas. Still, oh fuck you, that. Uh, uh-uh. let me I tell mean, you what. Freaking hey, nuts. we had the, uh, with the infrared in infrared cameras at, at gas station. I, I, we have ours on. Well, I have ours on the AR, which we shoot hogs at night for, infrared. Yep. You can take that infrared and go to any gas station, and when you're pumping, there you can see the fumes that are coming out. Yeah. Do not smoke at that motherfucking gas station because that's the fumes are the most volatile part of gas, right? I mean, the, the, that's the easiest thing to ignite. Is if you, if you take um, a lit cigarette and just slammed it in the gas, it'll put it out. You hold it above where the fumes are coming out, your ass is blowing up. Yep. I was I, I was watching this newscast the other night, and uh, you know how sometimes they'll have uh, four different people, the screen split four ways because right. they've got four people on video, but they're all right. remote. Right. And, and But this is a serious news story they're covering, mm-hmm. and I was shocked. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. This one guy that's involved in this thing is banging heater after heater. I mean, yeah, he, smoke. he, he yeah. just he blew through like five smokes during this hour long thing and just keeps lighting up. I mean, how long has it been since we saw any, I, mean, I can remember as a kid, the newscasters smoking. The guy on ABC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's smoking on that. Not I, Harry I, I Reasoner, watched, uh, uh, Reynolds. Just, my mama smoking in the, uh, after she gave birth to me. Yeah. Hey, you remember when you smoke on airplanes and shit? They had oh, they had they oh, had yeah. the ashtrays in the damn oh, yeah. in the seat thing. Oh yeah, no, you I mean because the they would have the no smoking a, a Big cloud of smoke. My, <laughs> I was with my mother and her older sister a few months ago. Her, her sister's like ninety two, and my mom's uh, eighty seven. And uh, I asked my uh, my aunt, her older sister, if she'd ever smoked, and she said no. And I turned to my mother and I said. Your sister never smoked. Why the heck did you smoke? She said, I didn't start smoking until I was pregnant with your sister. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, look, <laughs> like, my mom was smoking oh and, and and drank with every one of us. That's the way it was uh, back then. They didn't know about all mm-hmm. this stuff. And, uh, I mean, maybe that's to blame for some of my craziness. I don't know. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Maybe. Or my brothers and sisters. Maybe there's some good things, too. Yeah. I want to tell you what my superpowers are. <laughs> you do want to or you don't want no, to no, tell? No, I can't You're not, tell you. You can't share I, your superpowers. Well, maybe we'll do a special then, then on that. It wouldn't that. be super uh, anymore if I... If I was a secret superhero, which oh, right. be. Well, okay. It's my birthday. Yeah. I can sing. Crazy <laughs> you shit can I do anything say. you want on your birthday. Let's go to Minnesota for a tragic, uh, a tragic story. A 20-year-old Minnesota man was killed during a home invasion by a suspect who was dressed as a UPS worker. The 20-year-old was only home at the time of the attack because he was given an unexpected day off. Authorities don't believe he was the target of the invasion. Jorge Reyes Jungworth lived with his mom, Shannon Patricia Jungworth, and stepfather, Mario Alberto Trejo Estrada, in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. According to prosecutors, all three were shot to death on Friday, just afternoon local time, when a man wearing UPS uniform came to their door and was somehow able to get inside the home. Two children under five, who friends say were Reyes Jungworth's siblings, were also at the house, but they were not physically harmed. Reyes Jungworth uh, worked long shifts at this tree removal company, and uh, Friday would have been a, a normal workday for him, but he got a call from one of his bosses on Thursday night saying uh, uh, they were going to give him the day off because uh, they didn't have a, a lot of work scheduled for Friday. So the suspect in Friday's triple homicide is a guy by the name of Alonzo Mingo, age 37. He was charged on Monday with three counts of second-degree murder. Prosecutors say security camera footage and audio from both inside and outside of the victim's home show uh, this guy, Mingo, driving up to the residence and going to the front door dressed as a UPS delivery worker. Once he got inside, the video shows him demanding money from Trejo Estrada that's the stepfather, and uh, Jingworth at gunpoint. It's not exactly clear how Mingo managed to get in the house, but the surveillance footage then shows Mingo shooting Jingworth at point-blank range in the bedroom while the two young children were sitting close by. The bodies of Treo Estrada and Reyes Jungworth were discovered elsewhere in the house, so the mother and the stepfather's bodies were in another room. The motive for the shootings has yet to be determined, but a local paper, really the local paper, received a tip. That's the Minneapolis Star Tribune, the main paper mm -hmm. uh, in Minneapolis. They reported on Monday that a search warrant tied to the investigation alleges that the stepfather, that's Trejo Estrada, had been trafficking cocaine, fentanyl, methamphetamine, and sending large amounts of money to Mexico. The paper said that after the killings, Authorities searched a storage unit rented by Treo Estrada where they seized psilocybin mushrooms, marijuana, meth, and an unspecified white powder. We could probably figure out what that is. Um, so friends of the 20-year-old uh, Reyes Jingworth uh, said he did not talk about his stepfather much, but, uh, but said that they were 
uh, very certain that he was not involved in any of those illicit activities. So they say he was ambitious, hardworking, and had dreams of owning his own business. And so uh, fate, he gets the call and, uh, and he's home when they come looking for the stepdad who obviously was involved in some stuff he should not oh, have been involved oh, in. Crazy. Well, we were just talking about this the other day about people dressing up, mm. you know, to trick you to opening a door. Right. And and uh, I'm sure it happens often. Yeah. You know, uh, I, even with ring cameras, if it's something you're normally used to seeing, you're just going right. to, you know, FedEx guy shows up at your door, you're going to open the door. Yeah. And most of those come with hats and, you know, so you're not going to get a good look at the person right. on the video video either but it seemed like they didn't let him in like he had the ups uniform so that he didn't draw suspicion walking up there but he broke into the house that yeah, he wasn't yeah. let in the house so it's crazy yeah, i don't know I, I tell people all the time i used to train people if you get that little feeling inside of you had something just maybe wrong listen to it it's whatever dt you pray to trying to cut you a break that's right. Call in. You can always call in the UPS if you're not expecting a package or whatever and call in and say, hey, somebody here at my door or call the cops. I used to, uh, well, I did tell my kids and, you know, growing up when they would get off of school, I would say, if somebody knocks on that door, don't answer it. I don't, I don't care who it is. Exactly. Don't answer it, you know, because it could be someone pretending they are the UPS guy, for right. example. Right. Uh, yeah. Crazy, Horrible. crazy. Tragic story. Got another tragic story for you. Uh, and we're going to go to Pennsylvania. And a Pennsylvania man has been arrested after killing his father before displaying his decapitated head in a gruesome YouTube video while Damn. spouting. How cons- the fuck's YouTube give away with all this stuff? TikTok, you, you can't put up something for two seconds in this block. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but go ahead. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we'll get into that, though. Right. I've got an answer to that question. Uh, before displaying his decapitated head in a gruesome YouTube video while spouting conspiracy theories, Justin Justin Moan, 32, is accused of killing his father, Michael Moan, who was 68. Moan was taken into custody about 100 miles away from the crime scene on suspicion of first-degree murder, abuse of a corpse, and possessing an instrument of crime with intent. Mm. Uh, in a YouTube video, which was titled Moan's Militia Calls to Arm for American Patriots, uh, as cited in the police complaint, Moan is seen wearing gloves and holding his father's head in a plastic bag. Later, Jeez. the head can be seen in a cooking pot. What? Moan says his father was a federal employee for 20 years and refers to him as a traitor, calling for the death of all oh federal officials. God. YouTube removed the video. Which is more than 14 minutes long, around three hours after it was posted. Wow. So they did remove it. Somebody did report it. But the shame of the thing is it went three hours before it got removed. So I would imagine, I don't know how many views it had, but I would imagine a lot of people saw it before it got removed that didn't report it. Right. Or a lot of people probably screenshot it or or videoed it. So it's not totally ever down right yeah but i just go back to when that car crash i came up on and i, I was filming it just because on fire and then i realized somebody was in the car and i had my phone while i wasn't filming it i was running up to it mm-hmm. uh but i had it in my hand running like that and shit i the 
I, I tried to post it to TikTok and and they took it down in like thirty seconds, just because yeah, of well, the vehicle on fire. That's right, and and I mean, I didn't show dead bodies and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's 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 all in what the algorithm catches. Obviously, they don't yeah. have human beings going through every YouTube video, so the algorithm yeah. is signaled uh, and triggered to to pick out certain things. Uh, I don't know how he had this tagged or if if there was – I'm sure there was no reference of – Chinese are better at – A decapitated head in it, you know, but – That's crazy. Yeah. Very. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, anyway. Horrible. Well, you know, we talk about all kinds of crazy stuff on here, and here we go again, okay? Um, A Texas man has been arrested – for choking a woman. That's pretty common, right? But then he bit off a portion of her nose. Oh, my God. What could drive him to do such a thing? Well, according to San Antonio police, David Moran Jr., 34, attacked a woman over her decision to work at a gentleman's club. More for the youth. For those of you who don't know, a strip bar. Um, this all occurred back on July 24th. There's a difference. There's, there's there not? nothing. There's nothing gentleman about a gentleman's club, right? This all occurred back on July 24th when Moran became frustrated that the woman was not returning his calls. At about 1 a.m., the pissed off Moran went to the woman's home, smashed through a glass window, and broke in. That's when he discovered some employment documents belonging to the 31-year-old woman. And police say the couple got into an argument regarding her chosen career path, and he began choking her. After he released her and she tried to escape, he attacked her again. This time, I guess he was trying to stop her from working at a gentleman's club. He bit her nose, tearing off a substantial portion of it, which will certainly cut down her tips. When he saw the amount of blood come from the woman's nose, Morin ran like a little bitch. And the woman got medical help and has been scheduled for plastic surgery. I hope hope they can repair that damage. Last Friday, six months after the incident occurred, San Antonio police finally arrested this asshole uh, on a traffic stop. I told y'all, you can't outrun the warrants. He has been charged with ag assault, causing serious bodily harm and deformity. And Deformity? Yeah, because he, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. That's serious shit. So in state of Louisiana, as part of uh, second-degree aggravated battery, if you lose consciousness or have to seek medical attention or you suffer some kind of deformity or, or disfigurement. So that basically that's attempted murder. But so, but the you know, we don't know if he's pled or not, y'all. Uh, but in 2019, Moore was charged with assault on the same woman who was five months pregnant at the time, and he was accused of brutally assaulting a woman who claimed Moore did not approve of her working, dressing up, or socializing. Court records show that that, that charge was dismissed. Well, that that happens all too often. Anyway, the um, when he was arrested, he had three active warrants, y'all. Winner, winner, no, it should be loser, loser, no chicken dinner. God, but how many times do we have these stories where it happened before and these women stay with these guys? Oh, it's a, it's a cycle. I'm, I, I dealt with it, still dealing with it to this day on some people. The, uh, it's too sad. I would tell them, one day I'm going to come back to, to, to your residence and your ass is going to be dead. I'm going to be working a homicide instead of a, a domestic violence case. Well, at least in this case, 
he didn't kill her, but um, I am pretty sure he, he destroyed her career as a. Uh, how can you say it nicely? Exotic an entertainer, exotic exotic. an adult entertainer. Yes, an adult. That be the uh, the appropriate description. Um, my wife was telling me about a case that I just, uh, I guess, just got. got uh, the guy just got sentenced in Mississippi this week, which she actually knew the guy. She went on a date with the guy really? way back when. Um, but this guy had beaten the crap out of his wife, yeah. and. Uh, uh, but she showed up at his sentencing with the kids mm. begging oh, yeah. for the court to have mercy on him mm-hmm. and uh, that he was a good man. He'd never nope. done this before. I mean, all nope. of that nope. kind of nope. stuff. Nope. And the judge nope. didn't budge nope. an nope. inch. And I think it was like two, 2001 something. Uh, we rest the same assholes over and over again. Uh, but what would happen is – that, that cycle of violence is they start off happy go lucky and then you know, things you know start coming around in a circle now y'all and things start to go south until the ass whipping or whatever comes and then the rest comes and then uh, oh we're sorry and make up period and you have a honeymoon period and the cycle starts again the um but we arrest the same assholes over and over and some of them were women over and over again and their spouses would go in and drop the charges after they got them out of jail but so the state of louisiana now we'll press the charges. Even if if you try to drop them or say I'm not a victim, they're like fuck you. We're we're prosecuting them. So, well, don't do it. Hey, I don't know if Mississippi I has was, the same law, but the the judge did not did not yield anything and and gave him. Yeah, a, right. a, a, a well, like I'll tell you years. this. I'm going to officially on the record and say I have never put my hands on a female that I was in a relationship with. I know on the street. Yeah, you kick swimming the nuts we were we, we, we're going to the ground if i could get to my freeze plus p or whatever right have they ever put their hands on you you ever been in a relationship where somebody put their hands on me Whack. um i don't know about that i'm not gonna take the fifth <laughs> got, on that he got kicked downstairs that, by someone yeah well or swim did i can promise you if he did he's no longer with him how about that Let's go to New York, where the NYPD has busted a dozen brothels. These brothels were rife with inhumane conditions. This was a week-long takedown of brothels in Queens. The department began investigating 12 different commercial locations that were posing as massage parlors. They were all along a strip called Roosevelt Avenue. It's a pretty big street, um, a major commercial quarter, due to allegations of illegal prostitutional, prostitutional? Prost- prostitution Probably activity. Um, the investigations led to undercover NYPD officers entering the storefronts on various dates where individuals agreed to perform sex acts in exchange for a fee. This all occurred between Jan 18 and Jan 25. So they took a one-week period and hit all these places. The NYPD executed court orders directing the temporary closures of these seedy establishments. It's clear what's taking place there, Mayor Eric Adams told reporters Thursday at the culmination of the operation. This is really bringing down the quality of life in this community, and anyone who says this is a victimless crime, you really need to see the inhumane conditions. I've got a picture we'll post, and I was 
blown away by this. I mean, I don't know what I expected it to look like inside this place, but it literally is um, is uh, like a twin bed, a, a, a yeah. shitty one. It's like a Mexican whorehouse. Separated by a shower curtain yeah. from another twin bed, yeah. separated by a and a row of them. It's like so. It, it's it's like it, restaurants. They try to uh, they call it turn on tabletops, right? And you get customers in and out as fast as you can so you can make more money. Yeah, it's uh, fast food prostitution is is, uh, what was going on there. So the unsightly uh, conditions included a long row of filthy beds within the brothels, each separated only by curtains. This has been a calling for over a year now from community residents. Uh, Francisco Moya, a council member, said local businesses are just frustrated with the fact that they have to walk these streets and see what's happening out there in the open. No arrests were made during the series of shutdowns. I don't understand this. With the department's assistant commissioner, Kaz Daughtry, noting that the efforts are not meant to target the sex workers. We don't want to lock up the women that work there. We want to get them help. Our job as the police department is to help them, give them the services that they need so that they don't have to do this. There are other types of work here in New York City besides doing this. I don't know. It's uh, a very uh, New Yorky. It's a fucking laws of law. Uh, I understand if they're sex trafficked or whatever. The then the you can get them some help or what have you. Yeah. But and if you're screwing for money, then that's, that's the law. Right? Right. And they didn't. But they didn't arrest anybody. They didn't even arrest the, the owners of these. Yeah. So that's a whole bunch of your wasted money there in New York City. Yeah, so they're exposing the fact that this exists, and uh, maybe the health department like, is going to like do everybody in the world doesn't know prostitution exists. This is the oldest profession in the world. Yeah. I, don't get it. I don't get it. We don't. We Holy we don't shit. arrest anyone. Get a rope. No, not for prostitution. But. Yeah. Well, I don't give know. us a mile high. A sound of an airplane. Yes, and we're going to bring you. To another story from Frontier Airlines. And look, uh, when you got to go, you got to go. Premium, premium airline. A passenger aboard a Frontier Airlines flight from Orlando to Philadelphia has been slapped with federal charges after her caught on video meltdown when she flashed the cabin by pulling down her pants and underwear, cursed the crew, and threatened to kill fellow flyers. Dulcie Hurtis. 60 had two cocktails, got out of her seat while the plane was about to land in Philly, and announced, I have to pee. A Uh. flight attendant told her she had to sit down, but the woman began cursing before finally taking her seat during her outburst. After the plane landed and was taxiing to the gate, Hurtis began uh, cursing the passengers around her. Mm -hmm. The captain was notified about the unhinged passenger and made an announcement instructing everyone to remain seated. At the gate, she uh, pushed other passengers out of the way as she went to the front of the cabin, where she approached a lavatory but was stopped by the crew. Sorry, everybody, she announced, then pulled down her pants and underwear as she squatted as if to urinate in the aisle. Oh, Lord. She displayed her anus and her genitalia. Right? She displayed. (laughs) Despite Uh the stoop's dance, she stopped short of relieving herself on the floor, pulled her underwear and pants back up, but then cursed out uh, several passengers. She approached the front of the plane and told the flight attendant, let me pass. 
When she failed to get by, she continued to yell, curse, and threaten to kill several passengers. She has been charged with indecent exposure in the special aircraft jurisdiction of the United States, Mm -hmm. interference with flight crew members Mm -hmm. and attendants, and simple assault. And we we happen to have the screenshots of that is crazy. Awesome lady who um, oh my lord who decided. You know, to moon the world, oh, <laughs> to say it, she, to say it mildly, and uh, we'll, she's going to federal prison. We'll post what we can on the on the Facebook page. Yeah, it's but, uh, it's wow. bizarre. Yeah, she had had I mean, enough. She had had enough to I mean, say the least. They had enough. Yes, and nobody uh, wants to see that stuff. Right? The funniest thing is she's wearing a freaking mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wearing a mask because that works. She's not worried about taking a dump in the middle of the aisle, but uh, she's worried about COVID. Be safe while doing it. (laughs) All right. That was a good one there, Jimmy. There you go. So. Yeah. Here we go. Kinky crimes on Monday. So, see how we're going to do this one, y'all. This is not the Wawa. This is a right. racetrack, which is a southern thing. I don't know if they have, if they have a, it's a southern no, version of a Wawa. Racetracks up there. No, so. ra- racetracks are really nice. Probably and big Wawas are okay. Yeah, I was going to say smaller. maybe they're they're they just you know Wawa something Yankees do and racetracks or something southerners do. I don't know, but anyway, so check this out. There was a woman. Sounds like a story time. <laughs> there was a woman. Um, wielding a sharp edged vegetable pillar and she threatened the convenience store workers uh-huh. destroyed a red bull display mm. but uh, oh i forgot a key ingredient i forgot to tell you the woman was naked oh okay now we're getting so, and but so and she just was a genius and decided she was going to masturbate in front of sheriff's deputies before they took her into custody. There you go. Right? Give them a little extra shot. <laughs> Investigators say that Celia Barrett, 35, caused a drunken disturbance Sunday evening at a racetrack in St. Petersburg, Florida. You Upon, know what county that is. Is that uh, Pinellas? It is there Pinellas There you go. County. We got Pinellas back in the news again. That the Upon arriving without her clothes at the store, uh, Barrett began yelling about being trespass from the business the prior day so she got kicked out the day before this time she shows a butt-ass naked there you go so on tuesday police had warned barrett that she would be subject to arrest if she returned to the racetrack as detailed in a series of criminal complaints after barrett pillar in hand like a potato pillar showed up at the store around 6 40 p.m butt naked she threatened two workers one of whom told police that Barrett says she would kill him. Barrett proceeded to topple and break a display of Red Bull energy drinks and spill cigarettes from a carton she had torn open. I don't know how you get that because they're behind the counter. But when officers arrived at the racetrack, Barrett was still inside and still naked. And prior to being taken into custody, Barrett began masturbating in front of the deputies. Mm. I can only imagine what choice words she was saying. I'm going to show you my monkey. Barry, Barry, <laughs> oh my Barry did admit 
to be intoxicated and said she consumed approximately six shots of liquor. Uh, she can't handle her liquor. That's probably six times three rule, so 18, maybe a fifth. But she was charged with ag assault, disorderly intoxication, trespass, criminal mischief, and exposure of her junk. Barrett is being held in the county jail in Pinellas County, and here we will have a picture. And I don't know who I'm not. You know what? I'm not doing this one. Uh, your story, that lady or the, or this lady, yeah, you know, they look like they could be twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, don't do that. Yeah, don't. Just hey, the cops coming to arrest you, masturbate in front of the cops. Naked, you're gonna just yeah, yeah, okay. And let, let me know how on it works top of all that you. destroys a red bull. That's the red the big thing. Thing. The, red, the red bull display. I mean, yeah. those are hard to put together. Yes. I wonder where she got the potato peeler from. <laughs> There you go. Kinky Crimes for I saw like five different versions of that, and it's called an apple peeler in one. Uh, yeah. veg- so, it's just basically the same device. Yeah. Yeah. It's a knife. I mean, I, I do. Yeah, it's a knife with the little it has slit a in slot, the yeah. Slotted. I just uh, slide. I do cucumbers knife. and different things mm-hmm. with them. Potatoes sometimes. I like my skin. I like my skin on my potatoes. Yeah. I had German potatoes, uh, German French fries last night. Really? I've never. What's that about? Um, they're really weird. They look like apple slices. They're 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 round, about that big, right. and they were so they were unbelievably good. Right. Um, I went to, I went to that uh, Crescent City Steaks. Took my son oh, out for his yeah. birthday, and go. they and they did there those really nice. I'll tell you, well, y'all come and I'll show you my secret for French fries. One day. There you go. There you go. Dumb criminals. We got a dumb one. It's a little bit sad, too. Well, that's but amazing how many dumb, dumb criminals. Oh, I've always said prisons are full of dummies. Yes. So a Virginia. We're going to Virginia, folks. Virginia. No, they don't do a lot of Virginia we did a couple. We did a couple recently. We went to Virginia. Now, now. Where a man was sentenced to 100 years in prison for murdering a co-worker. Uh-oh. And he murdered him because the guy stole his lunch from their work refrigerator at Target. There you go. Good. Bozen Bear, age 25, received a 100-year sentence with 30 years suspended, meaning he will serve 70 years of active incarceration, the Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney announced on Tuesday. Bear was charged with first-degree murder after beating and stabbing his co-worker, Hernan Leva, age 58, to death in the parking lot of the Target in Bailey's Crossroads on the morning of April 17th, 2021. According to prosecutors, Bear was angry that Leva, who was the janitor at Target, had taken his lunch from the office fridge three days earlier. Hey, that's frustrating, right? After his lunch was stolen, Bear began planning the murder of his co-worker. Nice. On April 15th, he purchased a hammer and two knives as he was leaving his shift at Target. He told detectives that he spent the next day, April 16th, training for the murder. Nice. On the, on the morning of April 17th, Bear arrived at the employee parking lot early and waited for uh, Lever to show up. When Lever arrived, Bear stabbed and bludgeoned him to death before fleeing the scene. Bear confessed to killing uh, to the killing immediately and pleaded guilty to first degree murder um, in October of 2023. Prosecutors said at Bear's sentencing hearing that he threatened to kill or hurt other people 
if he was not given the harshest possible sentence. Mm. So this guy understood what the heck was going on. So he's a dumb criminal, but at least he's smart enough to know he needs to be in prison. One question, and maybe I missed it. What was the lunch? They didn't say. Didn't say. Was had a guy? What could possibly infuriate you that much? Had a guy kill his brother over a mayonnaise sandwich in Northern Mm. Virginia. That's Fairfax County, outside of DC. Could have been crabs. Could have been crab cakes. Horrible for the dude that stole the lunch because he probably didn't even steal it. Yeah. Well, it's horrible that he got murdered anyway. It's horrible that he got murdered, but also this guy Bear was obviously walking around in a very disturbed mental state Take and, time, and he was employed to target. He could have, he could have done anything. Yeah. And, and for him to uh, have the, the, the realization that he need, I mean, he begged them at the sentencing to give him the harshest oh. sentence possible. Oh, he'll die in prison. All right. There you go. Another episode. You know what we didn't do uh, yet? What? We didn't bet on the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. How did no, you know? It's only Monday. Monday. I know, but you know, we can go ahead and it's a pro say bowl. our picks, or y'all don't know yet. I, know. I, I, I'm still I, doing my research. I'm, I'm I'm still trying to understand just how much influence Taylor's going to have. Have you guys been reading these stupid ass Taylor Swift conspiracy theories? I mean, I joke yeah, about I this stuff, but there are people out there with these crazy. She's a secret Pentagon asset. Are you effing kidding me? I mean, there's, there's just who's been just, a singer since just, she was. Just look know, up Taylor Swift conspiracies, I, I, and I one's more crazier one than the next. Is Taylor Swift anything? Well, <laughs> and, and by the way. If there was a conspiracy, uh, the NFL already got what they want. She's in the game, so they don't need they don't need the Chiefs to win. Now they're going to get the big ratings no matter what. Well, here's the here's the interesting thing about all of that, and we we joke around about Miss Taylor, and uh, but to tell you the power she has, honestly, her boyfriend uh, Kelsey, Kelsey, yeah. Tight, so tight. him and his brother have a podcast. Yeah. Do you know that podcast is the number one podcast uh, in the world? It's really good, by the way. Is it? Um, yes, it's. Excellent. But nobody would listen to that if yeah. it wasn't for Taylor Swift. Oh no, no, no! They were doing yeah. well you know, long before his brother. They weren't okay. numbers. They weren't number one. Starting center for the Philadelphia Eagles. Was he's he just pro, retired? He's a Pro Bowler. He retired yeah. this year, and then Travis, of course, is Pro Bowl tight end. But you know what? The, it certainly doesn't hurt that. No. Oh, no. She has 280 million followers. Yeah. 280 million followers. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. I, yeah. That's a lot. I don't, is that tops? I, I don't, is there anyone who could, I don't know what Elon has. Elon has a ridiculous number. Uh, Kim Kardashian has a ridiculous number. I don't follow number. other people's numbers. Uh, you know, that might be Well, you've got 278 million, don't yeah, you? Yeah, because I mean, so that's you're right. Maybe only 2 million behind. You just need plus, to push. Plus or minus one or two. Period. Right. So anyway, we'll do that. All. We'll do that on uh, for Friday's show. Okay. So Monday, no, yeah, because we got time. The, the Pro Bowl. Uh, nobody wants to watch that shit. No. Anyway, the, no, but uh, you know, all the women in the audience are holding off making their bets until we make ours. So, uh, right. uh, <laughs> so they can get our insight. So we'll go. we'll give you all those uh, those tips on Friday. Ladies. Well. Love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. This is usually the weekend we do the crew bash every year, uh, except for the one time we did it Saturday night before Father's Day, which we're probably 
it'll be sometime this summer. We'll keep you all updated. Lots of things coming. Love and appreciate each and every one of you. That's all I got. Anything, Mike? Uh, I'm sorry. I wasn't ready for you to end there, Woody. No. I thought you were uh, going. What are you doing for your birthday, by the way? Mm, I'll probably do it the weekend before the birthday. I want to go squirrel hunting with some dogs. Yeah, there you go. That'd be fun. What, what do you want to do? I want to go squirrel hunting. Squirrel hunting. I love, it. I love squirrel hunting more than I do deer hunting. Really? Yep. But there, aren't they just out there in your backyard on the trees? <laughs> not not that kind of hunting. We use dogs to tree them and then shoot them. And then I know most people are going to think this is gross, but I clean them and put them in a pressure cooker, cook them to their tender, then I take them out, cut them up, and then I deep fry them. So what part of mm. the squirrel are you... All of it, the whole fucking thing. Everything. It, uh, the old timers like the, the brains. Tails? No. Okay. I said well, I cleaned them. Every, everything. <laughs> I ain't eating fur. I said I cleaned them. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to pressure cook fur. Right. <laughs> squirrels got, male squirrels got per, pretty big nuts on them. I had never eaten the nuts either. Yeah. I think you need to do. You need to do. You need to do a video. Of that. I need. I need to see. I need to see that. Um, I can promise you this. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna drink some beer and eat something good. There you go. How about that? Okay, drink some beer, kill some squirrels. I think I'm gonna uh, do less harm to animals this weekend than Woody is. That's my prediction. Uh, Hopefully, I can keep sure up with correct. that. Probably a safe bet. <laughs> yeah, probably. <a> safe bet. <laughs> All right. Until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton, and I'm Mike Agavino, your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Peace. Let's. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.